Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Hello and welcome to this episode of Visibly Fit. I'm your host, Wendy Pett. This podcast is part of the Spark Media Network and it can now be found on the Edify app and also on KHCB. So we appreciate you tuning in however you like to tune in. But today's episode is all about friendships. You know, friendships actually make a major impact on our health and our well-being. And it just so happens if you're watching on YouTube and not just listening that I have my very bestie with me. Uh, she surprised me for my birthday last week. And if you're listening to this a year later, it won't make much sense to you since um, <laughs> there's not a date stamp on this. But um, she surprised me. And I'm going to share that video in here in just a minute. But I want to introduce my bestie first. And as she's sitting here, it's probably going to be uncomfortable as I share her bio. But Tracy Mitchell is one of the nation's leading Bible teachers and uh, conference speakers. She travels 40 plus weeks a year Truly, she does. She's on the road a lot, speaking to diverse and cross-cultural groups. She travels throughout America and internationally, including Cuba, South America, Africa, Canada, and the Middle East, where, whether speaking to men, women, corporate CEOs, or the homeless. Tracy's love and passion for rewriting the lives of the brokenhearted make her messages relevant and empowering. Um, she's the founder and CEO of the Thrive Conference in Dallas, Texas, and Tracy's biannual uh, conference. It trains and equips leaders and entrepreneurs. It's an incredible conference. Been there myself. And she is. Um, uh, she was awarded the Christian Literary Award in 2019 in the nonfiction category. And in 2016, Tracy was nominated for Texas Women of Excellence. And man, the list just keeps going, going on and on and on. Outstanding Women Entrepreneur Award, the Excellence of Communications Award. She's my bestie. She has a doctorate in theology, Bachelor of Arts and Sciences, and she is working right now on her master's in communication. So Welcome. It is so <laughs> wonderful to be with my best friend today. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, this is yep. so fun. I actually uh, forced her to do this, if you want to know the truth. That's <laughs> what friends are for. That's what friends are for. So uh, we're going to back this up for just a minute because um, this is a health and wellness podcast, right? And it's all about being visibly fit, mind, body, and spirit, and emotions, and, and having good, healthy, solid relationships. And so um, I'm going to tell the quick story and you can uh, chime in with me about uh, what story <laughs> about what just happened yesterday. So for my birthday, my husband had 
uh, took me out for a little brunch and he took, we were out for a walk and he said, Oh, let's, let's hook up. We were going to hook up with his grandson and, and continue to walk or whatever. And we couldn't find his grandson. Well, his grandson wasn't really his grandson. It was actually Tracy surprising me, but she didn't just surprise me and travel a thousand miles to get here from Texas. She surprised me in what? What were you in? I was in a minion costume. A minion suit. Like the little yellow <laughs> minion. A minion outfit, if you I can imagine. You not. I kid you not. So so you don't have to imagine. I'm actually going to post this video right here if you're watching on YouTube. Go ahead and check that out now. It is absolutely hysterical. I was taken back, wasn't I? I had no idea. Yeah, not every day your friend shows up in a minion outfit. <laughs> not, I mean, that's that's a true friend right there. It's 90 degrees. It's, <laughs> I missed three Ubers. I was walking through the airport. And then 40 minutes in the hot sun, meeting every kind of human there is, just to wish my friend a happy birthday. Oh, she's the bestest Best bestie. bestie. Um, yeah, seriously, people were coming up to her and asking for photos. And wasn't there even like a... a oh, so I wanted to know if I was a political uh, propaganda handing it out, <laughs> senior pictures, children pulling on my legs, random strangers. Yes. So what great links have you gone to with your friendships? I would call that to be great links. And um, she knew that in this season uh, that I was having some tough stuff going on and that she just wanted to bring a smile and a laughter uh, to my life. And she always does. But man, she brought it in person and, and my husband helped arrange that. And I'm grateful to both of my besties. But there is such power um, of, of friendships, right? Like Absolutely. it helps us reduce stress and mm -hmm. um, helps us overcome. Uh, certain bouts of depression, um, even Web WebMD. If we're going to go to WebMD, or you can go to Mayo, you can go all, ki all kinds of websites. But it talks about seriously how it improves your self comp confidence and your your worth. Um, helps us cope with traumas. I mean, let's talk about that yes. for a moment, right? You oh work goodness. with a lot of women, Tracy. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Men and women who go through bouts of trauma. And it's interesting when you look at that dynamic. I don't just look at the um, uh, the metaphysical aspect, but I, I look at the social dynamic. Yeah. And, you know, when we begin to ask them, hey, you know, what was point A? You know, what was the end result? And what transpired in the middle that brought hope and healing? And almost 100%, you go back to that social dynamic. Yeah. I had a friend. I had a family member. Mm. I had someone who pitched in, you know, who went the extra mile for me who uh, listened to me. I mean, we, we discount the power of listening, but oh my goodness, mm -hmm. having a, a, a person that's a safe, confident, and who will, you know, just let us unpack mm -hmm. without the stress of judgment or crazy expectations is profound. Yeah. Oh, seriously, Tracy, you, you couldn't have said it better because it really is about being able to be your true authentic self mm -hmm. and, and just like unravel and have a safe place to do that. Right. Yes. Obviously we have a safe place with our heavenly father, but he um, really does tell us that man is not to be, to live alone. Right. Like he, he's designed us to, to come together in tribes and in, in friendships and, and yeah. community. Right. Well, I think the interesting dynamic, especially in the culture that we live in, society has pitted women against each other. Mm. I mean, I, even if you finger trace it back all the way, that dynamic through history, through biblical history or through social history, you rarely see women leaders journeying together. Mm. I mean, even in biblical history, you very, rarely find women who are co-joined together that leave their mark in history. And I, I am fully persuaded. That's part of the reason why I wrote Becoming Brave. And I addressed that topic head on was that women, we, we have to learn to walk um, in, in some type of symbiotic 
a partnership together so that we not only have each other's backs, but we're reaching for a common goal without undermining each other through betrayal or jealousy or some other unhealthy or toxic form. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's go to that because that is a real hot topic. Like it's reality in so many uh, female relationships. And so like, why is that? Why is that jealousy so deeply bedded sometimes? It's like, it just causes dysfunction and it keeps, keeps you from excelling in, in what God has called us to do anyway, as far as like rising up together as, as women in Christ and also uh, as family units together uh, in Christ. What do you think that's about? I think because women have had to fight for their place throughout all of history. I mean, when you when you circle back and look at how women um, had to fight to be landowners, they had to fight um, to work for gender equality, for equal pay, all of those things. I mean, we just think back in the course of our lifetime where women were just, were fighting society just to get equal pay, mm-hmm. and so we went from um, fighting with men and with fighting for culture to have a slice of the pie um, to all of a sudden when women came into their own where we began to, to pursue our dreams and follow our plans. We went from fighting men and culture for a slice of the pie to fighting other women for who's going to be the owner of the pie company. Mm. Because never before have women had the opportunities that we have. There are more CEOs in our country than yeah. there are men. And so we've seen this great Amazing. paradigm shift. But women... Uh, because we've never had those opportunities, we've not had to learn to walk side by side in a yeah. supportive role with each other. Yeah. Now, it's it's really an interesting time for sure, because I, I believe that um, that's that's the, the craft uh, of the enemy, right, yeah. to, to cause us to combat one another when really God wants us to rise above it all and be stronger together. And so I think of, of you and I and our yeah. amazing, quirky, silly, yes. fun, but strong. Yeah relationship um, as friends. And, and I just think, what a, what a gift, what a blessing. And not everyone has that. And so I, I don't take you and our friendship yes. for granted. I do believe it's, it's a gift. Um, but it's also something you have to cultivate. Yes. Right? You have to be intentional with it. And so, and so I know that, I mean, you travel 40 weeks a year. Yeah. You're on the road a lot. I'm, I'm on the road. I'm doing my thing. And um, we have to be intentional. Like a lot of times we plan a Sunday, right? Yes. To at least just have a quick FaceTime yeah. or a talk or a text or something. And so it, it takes that intentionality. And so what would you say to somebody that, that maybe just doesn't have that, that community of women around them that they trust? Like, would you say it maybe starts with them first? Like, what are the women that you're attracting in your life kind of thing? Or what, what would you say to that? Oh, for sure. You got to find your tribe and you got to have, find women who want who you want to emulate. You mm. know, I think about women, I was uh, speaking at a conference, I think it was in Colorado and I asked the women to break into circles of five. And I threw out, just tossed out three questions. One was about, talk about a time when, you know, you experienced a relationship break and the war room absolutely roared. And then I asked them to talk about another time when something ended tragically or some level of dis- function. The room roared. And then I asked them for the third and final question. I said, talk about a time when you acted in a courageous way. And then all of a sudden, the room grew deathly quiet. I could hear the clock ticking in the background. I could hear the outdated appliance, the roar of the fireplace. And it struck me that this circle of women had absolutely nothing to say on courage or being brave. Hmm. And um, and some of them looked around the room and really thought, I'm sitting in a, in a group of women who are comfortable talking about toxicity or talk, comfortable about talking about their dysfunction. But where is a sister in this room who wants to talk about something other than their dysfunction? 
dysfunction. Mm. And so if you find yourself maybe in that circle where you're not equally paired in healthy relationships, then let go of that circle. Yeah. I mean, you're the one that's in charge of your circle. Break that's out good. of that circle. That's good. Find a new circle. Prayerfully ask God to lead you. Even if it's one person, recreating an infrastructure um, for uh, social health can begin with just one person. Mm-hmm. Finding one right friend, because I guarantee you, um, if, if they're healthy financially, mentally, and emotionally, that's because they are connected to other people who are equally tied into success. Amen. Oh, that's so yeah. good. Yeah, because uh, you're right. I think so many women tend to want to just repeat their their mm. um, their stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that that story that's that's toxic, and then that kind of repels uh, those healthy women to come into their life. And so it's really getting your own life healthy first, uh, also, but also uh, starting to be around those so you can even understand what does a healthy life look like. Yes. Um, so I think that that's that's really powerful, and you know. Tracy, as as women, I mean, we that's how we're wired uh, as far as like how we process. We're talkers. We uh, just process out loud. And like, I don't know about you, but um, <laughs> my husband's a good sport with it all. But mm-hmm. I don't think men are are really I'm generalizing, but I don't think they're, you know, made in such a way that they want to process every detail like we do. So yes. we really need women yes. <laughs> for uh, either that or you got to get yourself a therapist. Well, you know, <laughs> I call pr- you eagle eye because you're, you're very attentive. <laughs> truthfully to details um you notice what others miss and just being cued in on on you know those that you're around what's important to them what do they see that maybe you're missing Mm. what do they experience that maybe yet you have not experienced and have come through successfully you know i don't want just people in my circle who are in the same position as me but i want to find someone who's experienced greater things yes iron sharpens iron yeah oh that's so good and yeah i mean i think you just called it. Yeah. You, you always call me Eagle Eye and we can speak out in to one another things that maybe we don't see in ourselves. And then we start to, um, rise up into that. We're like, Oh my gosh, I I really am an Eagle Eye. I do have an attention for detail or, or just how amazing you are with women and just your, your discernment and how you can uh, work with women in a beautiful way is, is, is a gift. Um, but I think about, um, Again, those that don't have that and, and, and how it sometimes means just like the title of your book, you got to be brave. You got to be brave to go out and find those quality women. And so where would you say maybe the first step would be like, where would you go to find healthy, quality women? It's amazing that now um, because of social media, I know there's a lot of negative things in context of social media, but never before has a generation had access to be able to connect with people outside of even though they're, they're, they're small social sphere. I know that for 17 years, I lived in a rural backwoods town. We had 18,000 people and, you know, maybe I didn't fit the social dynamic of that town. And so I remember I would get in my car and I would make it a point. I lived four and a half hours each way away from Dallas. And so every other month I would go to a specific social group. And, and that was, and I had, a, I had a small teenager, a young teenager. And so that was a eight, nine, that was a nine hour round trip. Wow. Just so every other month I could go sit with other women mm-hmm. who thought, engaged, reacted, had similar dreams, similar passions, and um, started there. You know, and sometimes we have to look well beyond yeah, yeah. where we are. Get yeah. out of the little swimming mm-hmm. hole you're swimming in, yes. get to a bigger pond, yes, right? Bigger, bigger lake, get to the ocean. <laughs> and I'm not opposed to paying to get in a bigger ocean. Sure. There you, you go. You know what? I mean, I'm just, I'm going to call it like Word. it is. I mean, sometimes... 
You know, you have to literally mm-hmm. pony up. I mean, let's, you know, pay to invest. go to a conference, invest to go to a conference and go yep. invest in a mastermind class. I guarantee you. I can put up a free conference all day and you're going to get the same type of individuals. But if you put a price tag on that, those who are serious about changing their net worth, they're serious about changing their health, they're serious about changing many dynamics of their life, they pay for that investment and they reap the dividends of that investment. Oh, that's so good, Tracy. Um, And I want to tap on this just a little bit. We don't have to go there too much, but um, the reason Tracy can speak with great authority in this space is, is she has overcome a lot herself. And I mean, so have I, and it's really about how we, we have grown as individual women. Um, not that we're, we've quote unquote arrived yet because we don't arrive till the day we die. Right. But we continually grow. But if we would have stayed stuck in that place of, of lack, poverty, dysfunction, toxicity, we, we would not be where we are today. So like you said, it takes intentionality. It takes, uh, doing that nine, nine hour round trip uh, investment takes uh, financially investing so that you can even find that role model basically uh, to grow into. You know, I, I know just investing in my own education that I'm Mm. in a sphere of of, of, uh, intellectual acumen that I wouldn't have just hanging out at at Starbucks with the same 10, you know, friends that I've always had. And so, you know, if you're intentional about it, you'll find it, whether it's investing in your education, uh, again, master classes, you know, I'm, I've, published author, I have my own writing career, I have many writing clients, but I find that I'm still upping my education on that. I'm investing in resources because someone knows something I don't know. And to get to that next level, I have to be intentional about it. And humble. Yes. Because we don't know everything, right? Right. We have to continually dive in and say, where can I grow and where can I be better and sharper so that your clients, my clients can become better individuals as well. So that's huge. Um, With your book, I know you're actually working on getting another book released Mm -hmm. really soon here called Fearless, which I cannot wait for that to come out. But Brave, what was um, maybe your your favorite um, story that you wrote about in in the book Brave? Like what, what had the most meaning? Oh, there's, there's there's so many I yeah, know. Right. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll I'll start with the subtitle. I loved it. Um, so becoming brave, how to think big, dream wildly, and live fear free. And to me, that was very intentional to put it in that order. How to think big. Yeah dream wildly and live fear free mm. because in the generation that that I was raised you know they taught us oh you have to conquer all of your fears first and that's so totally not true i found that if you'll just start to think big mm. that that will open the space to dream wildly and before long because you are turning into becoming brave that your fears will slowly eradicate themselves and so over and over i have um in the context of, of social stories personal stories biblical stories over and over we we, we give practical examples of how to grow into that space. Maybe you're frightened. Maybe you're you're fearful, and and you're think I want to dream big audacious dreams. I want to live this brave, courageous life, but I don't know how. And so we systematically unpack that. And I tell women, I said, no one wakes up one day usually and decides to be brave. But women are pushed into places where they have no choice but to be brave. 
Most millionaires aren't born millionaires. They're born into poverty. And because they begin to hate and despise poverty, they reach for more. And that one act is becoming brave. How do I, maybe I was born into poverty, but I don't have to die in poverty. And so what are the choices that are going to lead me into, into ending my life differently than it began? That's so good. I had someone tell me the other day, uh, the story of like a buffalo and a cow. And when a storm comes in, how a buffalo will head towards that storm head on and a cow will go the opposite direction to run from the storm. But what does it do? It just prolongs the storm. The buffalo wants to get the storm out of the way and run through it where the cow is just wanting to just kind of linger and long, you know, hang into the storm longer and longer. Well, that's the same thing that you're talking about. You got to, you know, just go into that with, with, with fear, but with intentionality that you're going to bust through and break through on the other side. And, and you will reach those wild dreams that God has on your heart. I love that. Yeah. You know, and truthfully, no storm lasts forever. I I will use this practical example. I was leaving from Dallas and it was storming. I had that four and a half hour drive. And I remember wanting to get out ahead of the storm. And so I fought the storm the whole four and a half hours only to have to live through the storm again. Mm. because I, the storm was actually then following me. And so sometimes we have to learn, okay, yeah, am I going to go headlong into the storm or am I going to stay put and let the storm pass? Mm. And truthfully, you know, just being wise and being discerning and having, again, a mentor in place, someone that has great yeah. counsel, that has wisdom. Um, and, you know, my life is is very open to, to counsel that is greater than myself. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. Yep. Well, we have the best counselor there is, right? Our yes. Heavenly Father. Yes, 100%. <laughs> so um, Tracy is um, one of the best preachers I've ever heard. And I'm not just saying that because she's my best friend. She can uh, change the room uh, with the words that God has put on her heart, uh, very anointed. And uh, she she's very humble with with that. And yet she's also confident in that because she does know that it's been a a mantle put on her life. And so um, what's your, what's your favorite part of doing like a women's conference? Because I know you have women that come all over all different backgrounds. And um, I mean, I would imagine it's probably just seeing women set free, right? Of some of the strongholds they're dealing with. Truly for me, I mean, you know, uh, every public speaker has that, that thing that they want to see accomplished. And for me is when I look out in the crowd and I can see the mental light bulb, right, go off in someone's head, because um, we can sit there all day and we can give them inspiring stories, right? But until they have that mental shift, the inspiring stories are just inspiring. But when that light bulb, that thought process begins to change, the actions and reactions will change. And so for me, Mm. it's seeing that all of a sudden they may have heard the same thing before, but seeing in a different context, seeing it different light, and then it connects, it clicks. And so once I know that it clicks, that they'll walk out of there, as you said, free, changed with a new perspective on life and that their actions and their mind will begin to lead them into a different space. Yes. Yes. I recognize that all too well. Like that, that's what gets me fired up. That's what gets us up in the morning, right? To see people changed and becoming more and more as Christ um, would have them be. So um, I love that. Well, what are a couple things? I just have a couple questions, but what um, is maybe the best thing that anyone has ever told you, like a best piece of advice? And I know you've had incredible wisdom poured into you by your spiritual, your 
spiritual father who yeah. has been part of my space too. I'm grateful, but so many people that have spoken into you. So it may be not just one thing. It might be a couple mm-hmm. things, but what's one that comes to mind? Oh man, that's, that's, that's a hard question. I know. Like, um, <laughs> what is one thing? I don't know. Uh, maybe what we were talking about earlier is that nothing lasts forever. Mm. You know, my spiritual dad emphasized to me over and over. He said, I know this seems permanent. He said, but trust me, someone that is 40 years older than you, nothing is permanent. Everything changes. And he began to teach me to see the life through that context, that our life is not, even though it appears stationary, it's very fluid, that it takes on a different perspective, that it uh, takes on a different paradigm. And, um, you know, I'm like everyone else. I I like to be supercharged with a quote or a thought, but ultimately it goes much deeper than that. The things that have really changed my life have been elongated philosophy that I've really been anchored, been able to anchor my mind and heart into. And then, you know, just drilling into me that, Tracy, I know, I know that your mind and your emotions are are saying that this is a permanent situation, but if you could just see further down the road, mm-hmm. what you're feeling today will not last forever. The circumstances you're in will not last forever. And I think just that one philosophy, more than a quote, more than anything else, it's just that philosophy of embracing change, not as the enemy, but change yeah. is is an asset. I love that, and that's yeah. so that's so so good. And I and I do believe that uh, friends help friends get through certain seasons. Just like yes. I've helped you get through certain seasons, oh you've goodness. helped me through certain seasons. And it's it's like yeah, we can help one another see beyond the the little uh, silo that we're in, yes. right? And, and see over and beyond. And so that's the beauty of friendships, too, to help us get to that next place in our journey. And uh, we've talked about a lot of times we, we talk about experiencing the yes, journey. We and we are on this journey together. Yes. And um, there's a lot of um, friendships out there that they think they're on the journey together, but then it ends up, um, unfortunately, you know, in, in a betrayal or a right. different situation. And um, that's that's one of the things that um man, I just, I just really want for everybody listening is that that certain someone like I'm sitting to next to right now, that, that is your ride or die that will go through the seasons with you no matter what. And there's no turning your back. It's like, you know, don't leave your wingman kind of a thing. And, and who is that for you? And honestly, if you do not have that person, I, I, I just implore you to go uh, to find that person, go to church, go to small groups, you know, go and invest in your, in yourself with um, conferences and, and not, you know, be clingy and codependent. None of that. Cause nobody wants that. I mean, sorry. No. I love you, Tracy, but don't be, <laughs> no, no codependency. I think it's one of the things really interjecting that, <laughs> yeah. that really works for us mm-hmm. is that we're, we're not in that shallow end of our relationship. Uh, right. And right, again, right, right. I, I know you've talked about me being a good friend to you, but you have literally just been a game changer in my life. I think we've been, like best friends for going on two decades yeah, now. And yeah. I mean, there's a big, you know, two years, two decades is in the evolution of a person is mm-hmm. huge. And, and one of the things that I love so much about Wendy is, um, and, and we both are in the position to, where people look at us for our gifts. Um, and you have so many people, you know, that come at both of us that want us for what we can do for them, or they see us only through the context of our gifts, but they don't see the heart of the person. Mm. And that's something I so appreciate about you, Wendy, is it, to everyone, not just to me. I, w- I wish it was just for me, but to everyone that you meet, what they say about you um, consistently is that they feel seen, mm. that they don't feel invisible when they're in the room. And, um, 
Um, and that's just, I mean, that's one of the highest gifts that a person could have. It's that they're not this magnet that is just sucking people towards them, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to, you know, oh, I just want all these followers and I just want all these, but you're a giver, you know, and when you wow. walk into the room, you, people feel seen by you. Their gifts feel recognized. Their pain uh, feels um, like you feel their pain. And so you're very empathetic and very um, seeing. And so that's what I'll look for in our circle of friends are, are people that see us not just for what we can bring to the table or our gifts, but is it okay if you see the hurting part of me? Yeah. The part that maybe doesn't succeed every single time, right? The flawed part, the silly part, the human part, the part that doesn't have it all together and doesn't, I don't feel that burden of having to have it all together. Yeah. Which is yeah. huge. Wow. Right. Thank you. You're so sweet. Yes. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> I'm I'm grateful. Twice in a week. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm I'm really just grateful. And I think um I get to owe part of that to my mom. Oh, she's the best. She is I mean, like I could cry right Mama now. Pat. She, Mama Pat. She is the best giver. Like she yes. gives and gives and gives and gives. I just wish she'd give more to herself. Yes. But that's but that's my mom. She's a giver. I actually had her on my podcast oh. um last year in she's August and as she talked about overcoming her breast cancer situation so I, i'll have to she's the most thoughtful she is so I've thoughtful like she is the queen she of baked card 300 giving. cookies for a conference i mean just <laughs> randomly 300 showed cookies, up with cookies. <laughs> yes i'm like now what kind of cookies are those mama the are they healthy cookies <laughs> <laughs> i think they were <laughs> yes. oh goodness anyway we just wanted to come on and uh hopefully bless your socks off today just by sharing uh the gift of friendship and and uh, just to encourage you to find that that small i mean think of jesus he he really had that close intimate uh three right mm-hmm. and then he was closest with with who I mean, John thinks it was John, but do we yeah. think so? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. John thinks it was John. The favorite disciple. Uh, the oh, I way, think he was the no. least, I think the lowest maintenance disciple <laughs> that so. he had. And Jesus was like, if I got to spend the most time with any one of you 12, it's going to be John. It's going to be John. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, but finding that that small, you know, two or three that you can just lean in and pray for one another. Like we pray for one another, yes. pray for our children, pray for mm. our families, our husbands. Are we just there's something so powerful about uh, praying as as sisters in Christ and and true authentic friends and so finding the, that close knit group and then finding that you know that twelve and then the bigger community it's just it's amazing how when you show up in a healthy relationship and a friendship together how that does create a ripple effect yes. I think of how much fun we have and the people that we've attracted into yes. our little tribe um, just because we like to go have fun and yes. that that fun attracts more of course people want to have fun yes. right? yeah they do they so, want they want a place where they can alleviate their stress yeah right um yeah to be seen and to have that connectivity they want to have photos with, with a minion together. with a yes, minion with a minion <laughs> hope you love that video <laughs> yeah enjoy that video and um i hope this blessed you again again this is about visibly fit is about being fit mind body spirit emotionally and even relationally and so um make sure you share this with your bestie tag them on social media once this is up and uh yeah share it with them i'd love for them to hear and maybe you'll both be inspired to up your game as friends and pray together on a whole new level. But thank you, Tracy, for being on Bestie Bestie. Yeah, enjoy that video. And hey, we'll catch you same time, same place uh, next week on Visibly Fit. 
Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.